0: Uh, Well, it depends on how you define economic freedom. I think a lot of things, you know, it's where people spatially are located. It's the kind of education that we receive. Um, It's, you know, the the lack of networks that we can tap into to be able to to access those kind of things. I think it's a multiplicity of factors. And it can't just be sort of related to one particular factor. I think there's a multiplicity of factors that contribute to that. So I think it's not a poor country. I think there's enough resources for all of us to to lead a life- where no one goes to bed hungry, where no one, um, you know, has the difficulty of being able to put food on the table for their children. But I think it's, it's, the challenge is largely around how that is distributed between the people who live in the country, and, and maybe that's, that's the major challenge that we have. In terms of growth, um, I mean, it's clear that towards the end of apartheid, the economy wasn't growing, the government was in a lot of debt. And what had happened was that after 1994, you saw a lot of investment coming into our economy. Uh, you saw the economy growing on a consistent basis between, uh, you know, the early 2000s and right up until, say, around the, the global financial crisis. Um, so at that level, yes, one can say that the economy has grown. But I think if you take it to the level of people in their day-to-day lives, uh, fundamentally one, what one would say is that the picture of inequality and the picture of uh, a difficult economic life for people, certainly those who will come from low-income households and those who are poor, has certainly become a lot worse since 1993. And you can see this in the data that have come out of the Department of Performance Monitoring and Evaluation and some of the work that they've done with the World Bank. There's, there's a multiplicity of things. I think a lot of it has to do with how do you improve your education system. A lot of it has to do with how do you ensure that you make the requisite investments, be it from an R&D perspective, technological advancement, and even from a trade policy support for manufacturing, which is a major employer of people in the main, because what we have in this country is a challenge of structural underemployment which is directly related to the challenge of poverty at a household level, but also which is directly related to the inequality that we see. And I think for the inequality, there is a need for us to have a conversation about how do we strengthen things like national minimum wages, how do we ensure that we also regulate incomes at the top of the distribution, because many people in this country who work in executive functions tend to earn money. I think many of them will never be able to spend in a lifetime and it becomes very important that you're also able to regulate income at the top end of the income distribution so that you deal with this challenge of wage inequality. But also, you need to deal with the assets that people don't have, and that apartheid had prevented them from having. And a lot of that has to do with um, tangible assets like the land, but also a lot of it has to do with intangible assets, like the networks, like education, like the kind of skills that are needed for people to actively participate in the economy.